Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. What do we do on this podcast? Well, I'll tell you what. We watch a lot of this reality trash so you don't have to. But you can if you want to. Isn't that fun, guys? You don't have to watch it. We will watch this stuff. We will report back. You can then make your decision or... Just watch it anyway. You know, Nick, I have a confession. Please confess. So um, something that happens with our podcast is that people who listen to it will then go watch a show. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it does sound awesome. And um, my friend Sarah, she ended up watching all of Yummy Mommies. Oh, no. Um, Uh, uh, Listen, I apologize. (laughs) Anybody that got infected by our Yummy Mummies review, (laughs) and it actually forced you to watch Yummy Mummies, I apologize. I really do. She said that she only watched it because we had talked about it, and then after she watched the first episode, she had to see the Baby Shower app. Um, and she just ended up watching the whole season. She was compelled. Yeah, she was compelled. She's, I think she said she watched five hours in a row, and <laughs> oh, she hated man. every second of it. Uh, yeah, so did she get to see the actual shower? And that's where my confession comes in, which is that I didn't even talk to her about the shower because we just started <laughs> shitting on the show. <laughs> and I forgot to be like, so what was the deal with the shower? Because we were just talking about what a bad show it was. I would say let's call her right now, get her end of the story, but I can imagine that that would be a lot of work for really that shower being, <laughs> oh, I don't know, okay. I bet it was just a baby shower. Yeah, I, I'm sure it was fine. But, you know, those ladies were really working for who can be the ritziest in Melbourne. Is it Melbourne? Uh, Bodai? No, Bondi. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know. What Bondi. Bondi Beach. Bondi, I thought, was the name of one of the... Uh, yeah, she was named after the beach. <laughs> Nick is talking about, of course, um, Instant Apartment. What was it called? Instant Hotel Instant on Netflix. Hotel. Where Ashley, every, all the blowhards out there know the big betrayal of 2018 when I left for a couple of days, came back, and you had finished that show. Yeah. Sometimes, without me. Sometimes that happens. No, it never happens. When we start something together, we finish it together. I can't believe you're still upset about this. We are in a tag team, a tandem. We have a bond here. Did you or did you not do this to me with another show? What show? I don't remember the name of it, but I know that it happened. It never (laughs) happened. The only times it happens is when you bail. You're like, I'm out. And I'm like, good, because I'm going to watch nine hours of this. And that's how I felt about Instant Hotel. No, Instant Hotel, I was like. You left town. I left, yeah. I left town (laughs) and leaving by, I believe, if you can go back and listen to the initial episode about it, I was like, boy, oh, boy, do I love that show. (laughs) I can't wait to finish it. And then I come back and you finished it without me. Ask me if I've ever gotten back to it. Have you ever? No. uh, Well, that's on you, dude. Is on me or do I feel betrayed I can't yeah it's triggering even bringing it up every time you bring it up I have to go on this rant you're so dramatic not dramatic but you Um, know what is dramatic what is um rating us five stars on the apple podcast app is that dramatic or necessary? It's Folks, a little bit of both. We need you to scroll down to the bottom of the Apple Podcast app. Give us five stars. Please say a little something nice about it, uh, about it, it being a <laughs> podcast. Please. It would be very helpful to us, and it makes us happy. Yeah, it definitely makes our day. Um, um, on... We won't beg you for it. I, I promise that. We won't beg you for it. We but, have a but, lot. But, but seriously, 
please do it. Oh, my God. I regret bringing <laughs> it up, guys. I regret it. No regrets. I regret. So we Folks, got... we do have a lot. Can How I... do you... Why are you Well, because me? I have it all written down. Okay, Ash. get into it then. I'm the guy driving the pod today. Okay. okay. You get you get your, your precious little recaps. I'll let you right? drive it. So, Ashley... Um, you hear that, it... ladies? I'm letting him drive. <laughs> it has come to my attention that you have some things that you want to uh, talk about. Um, and let me know if you want to move on, if, if this is something that you're... you're Asked, but do you want to talk about the incident with Amanda on X on the Beach? I think we should maybe start with that because it's kind of reality news. Yeah. Not X on the Beach, excuse me. The Challenge. Amanda Garcia, is that her name? That is her name. So what's going on? I mean, as you guys know, I hate going um, in, into the rags, mm. uh, uh, a.k.a. Uh, the papes. The, the papes, checking out the tweets about all these things, ruining my fun with this. But there is something that happened on an episode in The Challenge that was not shown that has gotten the internet hot and bothered. And part of that is our dear, sweet Ashley. What's going on? Well, okay. So this is a semi-spoiler in the sense that um, we're going to be discussing something that has not been shown yet and will probably never be shown. So let, you know, I just want to give you a, a heads up on that. And we are talking, of course, about the challenge War of the Worlds season 33. Um, Amanda Garcia is a character on the challenge she's been there for since rivals three as far as i know she came from are you the one she's a, a feisty character i'm a big fan and i have been for a while um some people think she causes too much drama she's polarizing she is polarizing i mean i've always i don't know why i've always liked her i've always liked ashley mitchell and those are both very polarizing characters um Amanda Garcia had an incredible chance at winning last um, season on Final Reckoning, and she went home because her and her partner, Zach, had a heated dispute that a lot of people, a lot of viewers, myself included, were seeing sort of as misogynistic on Zach's part. And the truth is, is that the challenge and reality television as a whole is pretty steeped in um, gender bias and misogyny. What do you think about that? I think you have to do a lot of looking away if you want to yeah. enjoy some of these things. And, really and, and, and unfortunately, I am part of the problem. Well, it's it's can we enjoy some? Can we separate the art from its uh, <laughs> misogyny? Can we separate the art from its meaning? Yeah, because this is an art. But so. Uh, what happened was Please. on the challenge, there was an altercation with Amanda Garcia and three other cast members, Johnny Bananas, Theo, British guy, and Kyle, other British guy. Now, is this alleged? No. It this has is been confirmed. confirmed. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's been confirmed. Um, after the one of the episodes aired, I think it was episode three, Amanda tweeted something along the lines of like, oh, I see a lot's being left out, including when I was taped up by three guys. And the internet was like, excuse me? What? And then Davon, our dear Davon, did a um, recap on her YouTube channel where she explained that what was started off as a prank with these three guys taping Amanda, um, taping, I think, her arms down, her mouth shut. They were covering her. They were taping her up. It started off as a prank. Apparently, it went, it went too far. Um, she was screaming stop and crying while they were taping her mouth up. And then going and getting the tape removed, um, she had hair that... That had come out anyway it's it's it, it is such murky waters because on the one hand this seems like an assault 
right? When you when I describe uh, d- it. Yeah, yeah. And on the other hand, Amanda herself is tweeting, "Hey guys, like, you know, they apologize. It's no big deal. I've moved past it. It just it was a joke. It just got went too far." So there's like a petition that has been started by um, challenge viewers demanding to see. I mean, Nick, I can't even start talking about this. There's so much that you're out of the loop on. You don't even know that Shane tweeted this thing that started the petition, which was like, hey, challenge fans, just so you know, MTV's sending like threatening um, phone calls from lawyers to all cast members to keep their mouth shut. Um, Cara did a live where she was trying to say it wasn't a big deal. And Polly was in the live with her saying it was pretty disturbing um people it it is there's so many layers to it i i am so uncomfortable thinking about it discussing it the whole thing bums me out especially because a couple of days ago um i would say maybe three days ago this story got picked up by most major reality tv news outlets so you had um us weekly writing about it and tweeting about it you had entertainment news e-news writing about it and tweeting about it and then Amanda tweeted herself, um, hey guys, I'm never going back on the challenge again. I'm disgusted by the way MTV is threatening me to be quiet when all I've done has been incredibly chill about all of this. The way they're talking to me is insane. Like I'm not going to come back because of the way production is handling this. And her whole thing was like, I've just been saying it was a joke that went too far this whole time. And now I'm getting threatening phone calls from MTV. So the whole thing feels gross. I feel like it's just a bummer and that's it's just i hate that this is happening well the question is are people signing this petition do you think we don't know do you think the majority of the people are signing this petition because they feel like it's just to do so well i think do you think people just want to see it i think what is happening is do you remember when fans challenge fans basically changed the format of an entire challenge episode in i think it was vendettas when they demanded that the footage of camilla using um derogatory um words towards leroy that that footage be released yeah racially charged yes. i mean not racist words racist Slander. straight up racism slurs she was racist yeah she said the word no one should ever you know she, yeah you we get it yeah mm-hmm. you get it so but challenge fans changed that because they were so there's such an uproar online that mtv decided to include that footage where they they weren't going to previously the problem is this is all coming out post the episode so to go and back and do this now would be crazy and the petition is to show the footage i don't know if i said that. yeah yeah and it's like well what would they do roll it out online i i mean i don't know yeah. If they're going, if they're not going to press charges on anybody and no one's pressing charges on anybody, it would just be there to shame the people involved, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it is dicey, murky waters. I don't know exactly what's going on. I've only heard these things secondhand, and you're really receiving them secondhand. So we're I'm getting this thing third, fourth-handed down. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't know how to feel about it. Because it, honestly, it could be a goof. It could have been a goof. and And I guess that is why... You got to see the footage. Yeah. Because explaining that sounds horrible, but seeing it, you might go, oh, she was kind of having, it was funny. Contextually, it made sense. Who knows? But when you say three guys held down a girl, taped her up. It sounds horrible. Out of context. Now I know, like, what context would that make that good? I don't know, a game of. Manhunt, <laughs> you know what I mean? I I don't really know. These yeah. are adults, so it's it's tough. Who knows? But 
I, I guess I'm just, I'm bringing, I guess we're bringing it up and we're talking about it on the pod because it's like reality television news. It's yeah. happening right now. That's what's going on. It's, it's, it's honestly bothering Ashley to where she's bringing it up in times that we're not talking about podcasts or reality TV. Yeah. So. Um, who knows? Did you sign the petition or do you want to keep that anonymous? I did not sign the petition. Huh. But I went and viewed it and um, I think like 400 people had now, signed it. Now, why not sign it? Um, because it was locked when I got to it. Oh, Okay. So I don't know if I would have signed it, but I w- I definitely went to look at it, yeah. and it had been locked because of what Amanda had tweeted. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll update you when we get updates, folks. Um, who knows? I mean, it's really uh, trying times at the old uh, Challenge Corral. Um, let's so, talk about X on the Beach. So How let's do, you do feel it. About that, I'm, I'm into it. So we watch. We're all uh, caught up on X on the Beach. Um, it's been a pretty goofy season honestly i don't know how i feel about the franchise as a whole maybe i like it just this doesn't, season maybe so just, much more than the first but still if this is hit hitting all cylinders this season is it is it entertaining enough to call you say it's one of your favorites i i like it but like what's going on i don't know we're i'm not just there really, for philly rob but we're not really trying philly rob's great but we're not is anybody really there is no like and you found your whatever right it's so not already the win. one it's just like there's People no perfect hanging match. out. You know what I mean? I'd rather watch Are You the One? Yeah, of course. There's a game involved uh, and it kind of draws you in. So, this, I don't know, but I thought this episode in particular was interesting uh, based on the dynamics of uh, Angela coming into the house a few episodes ago and now striking up a relationship with Nelson, who is brought in as an ex of Narice. And there was a plot line in the last episode revolving around that. And I, in the moment, really could not get over how Angela was was handling all this in a way. Uh, Ashley, you're making faces at me. I'm just making faces at you because when we were watching this episode, we got both of us had like such strong points to make. And we decided to fire up the podcasting equipment and to release those points of view into the microphone. And um, I think it was we were we were so worked up while we were watching. And I, I just know that you're not going to include it in this podcast. So Folks, that's why you'll I'm, never hear. That's why I'm giving you that look. As Ashley and I were trying to grab for one microphone, <laughs> screaming at one another. I mean, we could just talk about it now. Basically, what I was trying, the point I was trying to make and still sort of feel this way is what's it to... Angela if Narice does not want to talk to her it's so weird okay so basically like Nick said you know Angela's now hooking up with Nelson who is Narice's ex and then uh, Nelson had to leave the house because he had some legal stuff he had to deal with well he said he has to go see family but I think but we, we all know, know that he had to go show his ass up in court in Texas yeah. for some sort of theft or something I don't know turns out he's got a couple of mug shots Listen, I don't know we what's going on teens. with old Nels <laughs> leave Nelly T alone so Basically, Angela is just like so pissed because Norris is not talking to her and it's, she's just kind of slyly ignoring, like not even ignoring her. She's just not engaging with her. And Angela made too big of a deal out of it. There are 75 people in that house at this point. It's like OK to be like on the other side of the house or like when everybody's getting dinner and you're in your line of getting stuff at a sterno plates or whatever, like, yeah, to not look at a person or say something say hi to a person like how does Angela not understand that Narice is like kind of being cool about the fact that her ex is in the house and Angela is like outwardly hooking up with him like yeah making it her business to talk about Nelson in a way that they like all of a sudden they have some crazy romantic connection 
I mean, I, I we laughed about last week about Nelson's, um, you know, romantic line of, hey, you know, I always liked you, but you know when I really learned to like you? When I found, when I actually started to know you. <laughs> and then Angela was like, oh my God, that is the <laughs> nicest thing. Like, uh, it's like already a weird not how could they Everything. possibly be in a relationship this quick it, it's all strange fake to me it's so fake the only thing real happening on that show is um nicole and chad's relationship yeah i mean nicole seems pretty smitten but uh, r.i.p nicole she got tossed off this episode yeah for hitting a producer wish i could have seen that yeah where's that footage um and yeah no, angela's making too big of a deal out of this and yeah. then she, they're like screaming at each other and the whole thing is like you know, you were supposed to talk to me. No, you were supposed to talk to me. And it's like, I kind of feel like if I started hooking up with someone's ex right in front of them, I would go up to them and be like, hey, just want to make sure everything's cool with us. I wouldn't, if I would, if the tables were turned and a girl was hooking up with my ex in front of me, I wouldn't go to that girl and be like, hey, just want to make sure everything's cool with us. It's Angela's responsibility to go talk to Norris. Yeah. And it's like, be respectful if Norris is like, I'm uncomfortable palling around with you. Give her some time. It's, it's strange. Um, the other thing that I think we want to talk about is uh, something interesting happened during. But by the way, another storyline, as we mentioned before, is uh, Chad and no Maddie and Nicole. And Maddie and Nicole have some sort of love triangle or something going on. Chad and Nicole had a relationship. Maddie's this 21 year old girl who came in and it's just causing a lot like, of trouble. Um, remember uh, my Barbie or like my my size Barbie? Like the, the, yeah. they brought like a three foot tall one for girls to dress up like back in the 90s yes what maddie kind of looks like it's creepy a little it is it's she's <laughs> now i'm being bad but she also came out and started saying horrible things to nicole and uh, kind of made nicole flip out and she eventually hit a producer in this rage and, and is now asked to leave the show and um I don't know. She seemed to be rubbing people the wrong way, but also seemed to get like a little girl gang going early with the other understand. blondes in the house when she first showed up. Remember? Why, that, that, why did that happen? But what we want to talk about is um, another intersecting storyline is Jose is kind of, people have had it with Jose and his kind of, uh, could you say diva-like attitude in the house? Yeah, I'd say a certain entitlement, but you know what? He does have a point. He kind of has a point. There's too many people there. He was complaining um, to Corey Brooks about how there's too many people. Corey Brooks is kind of telling him like chill like this isn't your house i'm fine like i didn't have to fight for my food today I, and and i kind of was like in Corey brooks's corner during all of this until we got to the pineapple ceremony and we started <laughs> is that what it's called the pineapples the cut, the cut whatever cut let's call it the pineapple ceremony okay. so we go to the pineapple ceremony and then we see the original housemates and then next to it is like uh, uh, all the of the exes. exes the exes like triple the yeah. amount of the housemates most of them are morgan and um um, who's the girl uh, who who uh, Maya Maya's exes. who's looking up yeah. um, um, Malcolm Malcolm it, it's like there's so many people in the house you're like who's that like yeah. there's really who's that syndrome is like popping off on X on the beach right now 100% and I mean it was like Jose's right get some of these losers out of here yeah I agree with Jose <laughs> now the thing that was very interesting to me in this uh, pineapple ceremony is that Maddie got one cut vote she should have gotten two, one from Chad and one from the other person who cut her. Chad messed up by not cutting Maddie in the ceremony, immediately following Nicole having to leave the house. Mm -hmm. This is just a fuck up on his part. He looks bad. He looks stupid. I'm not into it. Um, but 
when it is revealed that she has one cut vote, um, Jose puts his hand up and he goes, that's me. Yeah. And the whole house laughs. Yeah. Um, and to me, that implies that Jose and Maddie have had words mm-hmm. and it has now been normalized to the point where as a um, social group, we can laugh at it. Because if that was the first time that was happening, if Maddie, if, you know, Romeo goes, Maddie, you have a cut. And then uh, Jose goes, that's me. And no one knew that he felt that way. Everyone would be like, oh, what happened? And then we'd get some, we'd cut to some interview with Maddie being like, I had no idea Jose wanted me out of the house. The fact that they're laughing about it and Maddie's laughing about it shows, tells me pretty much, I would bet money on this, tells me that they have had words that we haven't seen. And that is what I would like. I want production. I'm starting a petition to get production to show me <laughs> I that got five, footage. I got 400 friends. They want to sign that thing. Show me the footage of Jose giving it to Maddie. So I have I, another theory. When I saw it, I had another theory about it. Okay. Do you want to hear my theory? Yeah. So I think because Jose's whole thing is like, there are too many X's. We need some of these X's out. We should just, he was like, we should get them to leave in bunches. Um, and yes, we didn't see any uh, back and forth with Jose and Maddie. And yeah, probably there was, he probably, she probably rubbed him the wrong way in a way. And, you know, maybe they even had an altercation that we didn't see. But I was starting to think that he was just like, who's the last ex that came in the house? Like, he's just doing it in this way. Like, I don't it's care. It's not her. It's not her? No. Who was it? Nicole's, Nicole's boyfriend? Nicole's boyfriend. Hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, who ended up going home. Yeah. Um, because of Chad. Because of Chad. If Chad mm-hmm. had voted for Maddie, Nicole's ex would have stayed. I think Chad is a fuckboy. Uh, so you are you in the I'm camp of Chad trying to rehab his like TV personality? I'm not in that camp. I'm in the camp of Chad just kind of not being a great guy. Like I think I believe that Nicole really developed feelings for him, and I think he developed something for her, but not to the extent. Um, that she felt for him. And Interesting. I, and I feel like the way he behaved with Maddie is just a bummer. I think he should have voted Maddie out immediately. I mean, it seems like if you had feelings for this person and this person is the not only your ex, but the sole reason that your current girlfriend is leaving in a huff, yeah, you maybe want to toss a cut her way. I mean, imagine us in that situation, Nick. Imagine us in that situation. Imagine us. What would you do? I have no idea. Come on. All right, I'd cut you. I mean her. Nick. Oh, no. My oh pineapple. My. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, it's a wacky show. Obviously, we're going to stick with it, um, but uh, much better than last season. I just, it's aimless, a little aimless. It is a little aimless. Now, Nick and I have a very um, exciting show to talk about uh, after the break, but before we get into that, we did receive a message from Madeline Dower on Twitter. Her handle is at Madeline Dower, D-O-W-E-R, and she suggested to us the reboot of Temptation Island as a potential show to watch. Now, we love getting um, suggestions from you guys, and we are definitely going to check this out. So on next week's episode, next Monday, we will be reviewing the reboot of Temptation Island. It's on USA, folks. Use Mm -hmm. your parents' uh, cable login. Watch that thing. We're just giving you a heads up because we would love for you to watch it with us, and then we can talk about it next week. Yeah, there's been a um, the season might be over i don't know but we'll probably watch a couple episodes we're not gonna probably crush the whole thing who knows we might but don't feel like you have to watch the whole thing you don't have to watch it at all but if you want to catch up watch a few episodes of that yeah and then listen to us take it down or prop it up who knows love it or love it or leave it we'll find out 
uh, also, um, I want to talk really quick about some of the stuff that I watched. I, I watched far too much reality on my own to not talk about it. The, the Housewives franchises are sometimes the Venn diagram of them or they they interlock where things are ending and things are starting and it's insane. So um, uh, if you're like a super big reality head, you probably know that Real Housewives of New York premiered last week, uh, last Wednesday or something. And uh, we're going to talk about it. It was a crazy, crazy episode. We will talk about this uh, probably next episode as well. And Ashley has given me her word that she will watch this season with me, the 11th season. Uh, You guys, why did I say I would? So make sure that you guys watch the first and second episodes of that so you can hear us talk about that next week. So next week's going to be a fun show. But I'm telling you, Ash, I watched so much reality um, because I was in New Jersey away from you. Uh, for those of you, you those of you know that if you heard our recap of uh, the challenge last week, um, and I watched Real House, the first episode of Real House Housewives of of New York, uh, <laughs> season eleven. There? It's What's a lot. Going on? So I'm looking at a lot. Real Housewives of New York, season eleven, episode one. Uh, the part two and finale of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is like in the first quarter of its season and it's crazy. Plus I watched Vanderpump Rules and the finale of 60 Days In season five happened this week. Wow. It was a lot. A lot. Can you sum each one up in one word? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Not one word, but very quickly. I just want to say for Vanderpump Rules, um, although we all know, we all love Stassi and Bo. We love this relationship. I am creeped out by Bo's mom. Bo's mom is like a relationship therapist or something and does her relationship workshops for free. Mm. I I just like to do it. Very strange. I mean, everybody, it was a fun episode to watch and it led to some drama, but she mentions that she does this for free. (laughs) What? are you talking about it makes everything very strange in the Bo household and honestly Stassi and Bo are creeping me out a little bit I don't uh, there's too many tender moments um Bo is well adjusted but almost I'm starting to think now that we met his mom I'm like mm, Bo seems like a creepy mama's boy guy like Uh-oh. I don't know Bo you seem but Stassi is like in under the trance so I think it's all good as far as the relationship front they even were talking a little bit about marriage so far so who knows I I won't be able to die unless Vanderpump Rules has a Stasi wedding season. It, it it will be wonderful because Stasi to see how she acts on a birthday every season, I can imagine that the wedding season will just add so much luscious, luscious drama. Um, Beverly Hills, uh, it, it, there is some scandal ass shit going on. <laughs> scandal ass. Uh, is that how you say it? Scandal ass. Mm-hmm. Be- Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has this Dorit. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump dog situation. We talked about it, yeah, on last week's app. It's popping off so hard. They've they've resorted, and the cliffhanger for this episode is printing somebody printing out text messages from a source. Folks, I know that uh, there are blogs being written by the cast members clarifying what's going on here. I won't read uh, Teddy's blog. Just won't do it. Teddy, Ashley, is... Um, a uh, uh, actually John Mellencamp, John Cougar Mellencamp's daughter. Oh, she entered this uh, whole situation two seasons ago. Kind of boring, but she does like 
she is kind of like has balls of steel mm. a little bit and kind of goes up head to head with some of the more powerful ladies on this franchise. And there is a lot of powerful ladies on this franchise. Um, but right now she's going head to head with Lisa Vanderpump based on her claiming that Lisa Vanderpump got the person who is partnered with her at this Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump dog rescue place. She says that Lisa planted the information for Teddy to get from somebody else that wasn't her. So she would leak it about Dorit to make Dorit feel bad, but not have to be the person to do it. She says she's a patsy, basically. Wow. And she had the text messages to prove that her partner texted her and said, yes, Lisa told me to give you this information. No. Now, on the cliffhanger, the what's happening next week, Ken, Lisa's husband, printed out all of the text messages in context. Oh, my God. And apparently, they're scandalous. Wow. Guys, it is wild in Beverly Hills right now. One of the best beginnings to a season, especially in in this in in this city um ever. Ever. Maybe of all time. I uh, it's really good and it's just petty ass drama, but you know how deep it goes with these ladies. I'm loving Beverly Hills and I haven't loved it for a while. Real Housewives of New Jersey just creeps me out. Those ladies <laughs> are creepy. Um, and I was glad that it was over the, the reunion. It was making, it was weirding me out. Um, but it is nice to know that Danielle Staub's ex, latest ex-husband, I believe she's been engaged like 27 times or something like that. More, that's more rings than, uh, the New York Yankees have. But, um, uh, she, she, she has this, there's the guy that she, she married on this season and then divorced before the season aired. Uh, turns out he's back to being friends with all the guys that he was fighting with, and she, nobody likes Danielle again. Danielle is scary. Teresa is scary. But I do like that they gave Andy's um, new son, uh, I think it's a son, like a Power Wheels that was just like the Power Wheels that one of the kids had from uh, new, Real Houses of New Jersey. So mm. it's um, it was like a fun ending, and Andy was like so touched that they brought – and they gave him uh, – they presented Andy with a tiny little baby Adidas tracksuit, like Aww, Jersey Guido style. That's cute. It was cute. It was cute. It was definitely the highlight. I'm glad it's over. It got too intense. Um, as I said, we're not going to talk about New York till next week. Crazy, super melodrama, some funny scenes. I think we're in for it as far as the heartstrings on this season. And those for you who have watched that first episode know what I'm talking about. Uh, once it is bummer that it is a bummer that once again we're gonna get a full season of Bethany crying and holding back choking back tears. She cried like 19 times in the first episode. And finally, the best uh, housewives franchise out there, 60 days in. <laughs> uh, it's over, folks. They had to actually they had to extract everybody. Whoa! Because somebody flipped. Is it and the gave guy? Thing. Yes, that Prince. used to be like a sergeant or he, something. No, he was a he's just a cop in like Detroit or something or, or Chicago. Did I and, see him go off camera? Or he was like he wanted to talk. Yeah, to one he of the... told one of the the yeah. the, the correction officers yeah. that he was a cop and that this is a whole thing. Yeah, thinking that he had so much swing in the jail and that he made so many connections that that would be okay will not admit that he fucked up in a major way really? like they did their debriefing and kind of cursed everybody out and left it was super wild but they had to get everybody out of there because i'm, I'm talking spread like wildfire to every pod even to the women's pod what and they were like yeah 60 60 days in here and we're, when they were basically giving like hand signals through things basically saying yeah we're gonna kill the chicano guy like he's part of the thing like they had to extract Abner, 
quick. They got every Mark had to get the hell out of there. Oh my god. Jasmine, all the ladies had to get the hell out of there quickly. So uh it was a wild season. My favorite season so far. Um I really, really enjoyed it. Um and I, I looked on the wiki just to see if that was the last episode. We got a two part reunion coming your way, <gasps> folks. You know, reunions I hold very close to my heart. Exciting. Looks like Mark almost gets into a fight with a guy. They're really holding Prince to his word. Wow. It's wild times over there on A&E. Folks, if you're not on the 60 Days in train, toot toot, it's a coming. Nick, right. I have a question. Oh, what? Did you watch any of Love After Lockup? I haven't watched any more of that. Do you think you're going to return to I that, will. really? Re- I will return to that. Really? Yeah, because I could catch up with that. It's two seasons in. I can catch up with that and then be on the be on the uh, train. Toot toot! It's coming. Okay, we get it. Well, folks, let's uh, break right here. We will come back and uh, we are going to talk about the NBC show produced and hosted by Dwayne the Rock, DJ Johnson, The Titan Games. It's American Gladiators with Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> coming at you on the other side of the break. Bye. See you in a sec. Hello, folks. We're back. So, Nick, uh, he set us up. We will be talking about the Titan Games, which is a sports competition series on NBC. It premiered um, this year, January 3rd, 2019. It's hosted by Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You can watch it on Hulu, folks. Um, The show is marketed with the tagline, Titans aren't born, they're made. And it's basically American Gladiators. It's almost exactly American Gladiators. Like the most current version of it. The yeah. way that they did it. Yeah. The format is in each episode, four males and four female contestants compete to be named Titans. In each of the four preliminary heats, two women or two men compete head-to-head. The two male winners and two female winners then compete on an obstacle course named Mount Olympus. Ultimately... Hey, that's a really, really (laughs) cool name. It's really original. Yeah. It's super original. Like Mount Olympus. Yeah. It's like, what a reference, huh? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, one male and one female Titan will be crowned winning $100,000 each. So basically the way this thing goes is like you have the preliminaries where, you know, people are going head to head in what would be considered daily like challenges uh, that reoccur. Um, So there's one where you're like uh, on two ends of a wall. You versus your competitor, red versus blue. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got, there's three pipes hanging out of the wall, sticking out equal mm-hmm. sides. And it's who can pull all the pipes onto their side. So a lot of this stuff, uh, I think they're all one. sort of based on like CrossFit-like activities. Well, The Rock says that all the competition obstacles were inspired by his personal workouts. Right. And every time he's introducing one, he's like, oh, I love this one. This is going to be fun. I designed this to yeah, XYZ. Yeah, I always pull a boulder across a platform and yeah. then uh, pull a chain so the buzzer goes off. Now, my theory here is that um, there was a, a an entire staff, a, a writer's room, will you say, who came to uh, Dwayne let's, with... Let's be honest, creative consultants. Creative consultants. No one's union on this <laughs> show, for sure. Great point. This is all freelance um, work. So they come in and they go, okay, we've designed these games. What do you think? And then The Rock goes, oh, I like it. Let's add this element and then uh, cut to camera time where he's like, I designed this myself. Yeah, there. I mean, ro- The Rock... Um, and by the way, 
they refer to The Rock not as Dwayne Johnson, but as DJ. There's a couple of things on this show that really threw me. And what that do you was, got, DJ? That was one of them. They kept talking about DJ. DJ. I'm like, who the fuck is DJ? And it's like, oh, no. They are not calling The Rock DJ. Yeah, The Rock is an interesting character on this show because he has a couple of talking points that he returns to over and over again. One is his friendship with Kevin Hart. He brings that up a lot. He's such a name dropper. As he's showing us these activities, these stunts, these games, he's like, oh, by the way, this uh, tall ass... uh, Everybody's going to have to climb this tall pole, and I'll tell you who'd be scared of this pole. My my close personal friend, Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, or he'll be like, yeah, yeah, this reminds me of Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Am I right? Yeah, I'm going to have to talk. I'll have to text him about this later. It's like, The Rock, you're shooting a television show. This isn't <laughs> Storytellers on VH1. And, like, you don't have to prove to us that you're, like, cool and know people. You're the fucking Rock. Yeah. You're more famous than these guys. It's very strange. It's very strange. I mean, if we really, if we're going to go in on The Rock, oh, excuse me, DJ, uh, we have to, somebody is outfitting this guy in the latest H&M fashions. <laughs> I mean, I, on a good day, there's some Zara mixed in there. But, I mean. So many bomber jackets. So many different color bomber jackets. Mm-hmm. So many matching tracks. Um, like joggers and track pants yeah because he's basically like doing like he's doing like active wear like yeah cool you know what i mean like i I just don't want to see rock in that like put on a tank top or put on a suit like i really don't want either be ballers or be the rock from the wwe i do not want to see soundcloud rapper the rock it is very funny that you say in the h&m um what did you say the finest h&m fashions i mean really it's the stuff that comes out like day of and i'm not talking about that cheap shit in the back i'm talking about that that main mannequin you see that's what the rock's wearing (laughs) and a lot of weirdly bright colored stripes on black track pants yeah crazy shit it's like the rock you're 52 years old my my dude also he can't stop talking about lactic acid he's like uh, anytime somebody (laughs) is like gassing out on a mountain he's like oh the lactic acid buildup is going wild over there we're like we get it you're fit um i i find it very odd that they have they have so many announcers on this show they have the rock who does most of the announcement but then they have like these two guys who are like sports announcers yeah there's like two guys that show up in like the lower third a box in the lower corner where yeah. it's just like they're call they call the like the play-by-play basically there's a, a main guy and then there's like a color commentator and it's like johnny the weasel and the legend joe jojo yeah, they it's have- like Two strange strange names. names. And they're strange looking fellas. I'm sorry. They're odd. And there's Carrie Champion, who's like... the female she's like on the floor with the rock sometimes she'll do like post-game and pre-game interviews she's the only one that makes sense to me yeah because you need to like get a you want to hear the sound bite how to feel losing how to feel winning are you excited to go up against this person the other two guys i'm like what are they supposed to be the like the humor because that's not what's happening well they're calling the matchup they're calling what's what they're seeing on the tv because the rock isn't doing that what they'll do is they'll call it and then they'll cut to the rock like He's up on like on a perch or a bridge, like about 50 yards away from what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at them and he'll just turn to the camera and kind of make like he'll roll his eyes or he'll mm-hmm. kind of cheer from his section. But he's not doing anything formal. He's not calling it at all. He's basically just enjoying. Yeah. And there's a lot to watch here. These and all of these like these uh, competition things, they have really great names. Like here are some of them. What Nick was talking about earlier was the Herculean pool. 
um, whether you're pulling down these hundred pound poles, there's the hammering ram, the power vault, lunar impact, cyclone, uprising, heavy metal, atlas, smash, um, tower drop, off the rails, vortex. So it's just a bunch of... It just of, sounds like 1992. It just, yeah, it sounds like a bunch of like metal bands, like all being listed. Um Actually, Atlas Smash is a great name for a band. It really is, right? That's what I was thinking, too. It's dope. It is dope. That should be like a fucking doom metal band or something. Mm -hmm. Um, It should be a sleep record. I would love that. Would Um, you? (laughs) (laughs) Ashley really, really loves doom metal. I love the sleep for some reason. The one one time I truly enjoyed it in a car. Anyway, let's not go into a doom metal combo. But the thing that... um, I find most interesting about this show is that you can make it interactive. That's right. I'm talking about <laughs> betting. Yeah. So Ashley and I, uh, we're like, we're fine with the first episode. And then one of us, I think, I don't know. I guess we just guessed because we often do that when we're watching like challenge competitions. Who do you think will win? Yeah, it's more fun that way. But we started putting dollar bills on it, baby. Put your money where your mouth is. I know people out there have real gambling problems, but um, now so do we. Now I'm going to be one of those people. (laughs) Nothing like a fresh crisp dollar or a fresh crisp Venmo dollar (laughs) transaction being put on a television show to make it more watchable. Yeah. Um, My biggest issue, though, if you're out there producers um you guys are spoiling who wins or and how people get far in the preview before the competition begins it'll be the rock being like in this competition you have to scale this wall pull this ball and then you'll cut to footage of the and competition in this mall <laughs> you cut to footage in the competition that we're about to watch so i can be like oh red's clearly ahead of blue now i don't think that nbc and dj know Dwayne the rock johnson um, that people are betting. With but don't they know we're watching guns. a competition show and we want the it to be a surprise at the yeah, end? Yeah, I don't know. It's an odd thing. I actually hadn't noticed it until you pointed it out and then immediately following I noticed it. Yeah, it's f- annoying. Uh, but yeah, so what Ashley and I will do is we'll see the profiles because how this show is laid out is you'll, it's a head-to-head competitions throughout. And when we're in- they're introducing characters, uh, they do a nice little backstory, a reason to pull for this person. Mm-hmm. And it'll be why they're fit, but Linda also- grew up without shoes. She, <laughs> she Linda grew up without the ability to wear shoes. <laughs> Her whole life, she wanted to wear shoes that she could run in. One day, she got shoes. It was too, her feet were too fat for <laughs> shoes. And, well, my feet were too fat for shoes, and so I was in high school, and I'd have to go barefoot, and all the kids would make fun of me. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to get in the gym and make something of myself. And now I'm a power lifter. And now I'm a power <laughs> lifter. And then we're like, oh, my God, we have to go with Lisa. She's yeah. so cool. Yeah, and then it cuts to, like, um, you know, what's another one? Janine. Yeah, Janine. Janine is a nurse. Janine is a nurse. Janine was a nurse for 14 years until the day that her hospital exploded. (laughs) She developed a drinking problem. After her drinking problem, she decided to get sober. Now she's a power lifter. They're they're just always power lifters. (laughs) 
<laughs> they'll cut to it. They'll be like, yeah, I, I grew up without a dad and in the church and I never got to express myself. And now I bench press 500. Yeah. Well, when I grew up uh, in a moat. I was in a moat outside a castle and I always wanted to get inside the castle. So I went into the woods. I worked out for 15 years and I smashed down those walls. And now I'm the queen of the castle. And you're like, oh, she seems amazing. And then the next person's like, I rescue one dog a day from, <laughs> from the train tracks. And you're like, yeah. oh my God. And I use all my muscles to pick those dogs up off the tracks. And it made me a power lifter. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, okay. So then you basically just bet on which one it is. But uh, we have rules, you know, because we have to see, because then they'll present what competition they're playing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll have somebody who's like a thin person and you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm, they're going up against this power lifter. I, are they going to be able to deal with it? And then it's something where you're basically doing monkey bars and you're like, oh, I'm going to pick the skinny person. Yeah. So it's fun, you know, not. If, and it seems like this stuff is randomly drawn. Because there's a lot of things that don't suit a lot of these body types. You guys, they did one segment on this show. I think it was in the third episode where they um, they did not even give us a backstory on the people. Yeah. They just showed us immediately in action with them. And we were like, why aren't we getting a backstory on these people? And it was because one of them was a, a vet who had lost half of his leg. And he was in a competition that really required like leg strength, leg strength and, and stability. Balance. And it was like, damn. And then and then you almost could see this other guy who was just like, yeah, I bell hay all day. Yeah. And it's like, but I got both my legs. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, he just crushed this dude. And it was like, oh, that's why they didn't give, they didn't want to get us emotionally attached to this story yeah. when this guy was just going to be kind of really unfairly outclassed. It, it, Truly. it was tough. And so there are little tells. There are tiny little tells so when that's you're what playing makes this it game. Fun. So you're, yeah, you're, you're making your bet based off of how the people look, their physical, their backstory, because some of these people with their backstories, I'll tell you what, you get a really hardened person that's like, they might be like 40, but they've gone through a lot of shit. I'm going with them because they will stick to it mentally. And then you got to also incorporate the edit that they're getting on the show. Mm-hmm. And then that really tells us who wins. So um, first of all, you guys should do this with your friends. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. And I'm actually going to start doing this more anytime we have a competition show. That's why I'm like, let's watch some Chopped. You know, it'd yeah. be fun to bet on some Chopped here. You know, we throw some money on some people. We're like, I'll put $2 on that guy, a dollar on that guy, and we'll see who goes. It's like, it's like betting the ponies, but better because it's reality TV. So basically what will happen in this Titans game is you have these preliminary um, engagements, so one-on-one. Somebody will win. They'll move on to Mount Olympus where they have to race the other uh, male and or female counterpart who won that episode. This, uh, this, this show is very crushable. You get, um, what, like four? We, you get like six competitions in the entire thing. Basically, mm-hmm. um, You're right. you know, uh, two, you know, four head-to-heads and then two Mount Olympus yep. camp competitions. And... It's an hour, but it goes by very quickly. It's um, fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It's fun to bet on. You know what it's not as fun as, though? Oh, were you going to say something? No, go ahead. What is it not it's as fun not as? It's not as fun as Strong. It isn't as fun as Strong. I mean, Strong is strong is the challenge. Strong like, you is got so some, good. Because you don't have the house. If they would have went back to a house to yeah. like, an- get angry at one another. And no. voted people out. Right. Now, what is interesting about this is after these preliminaries are done, this first wave... Then we actually go to the actual Titan games where all of the winners from every episode um, compete in some sort of Titan game. I hope it's different competitions. It better be. Um, Because I'm interested. I think we're probably going to finish this season. I think our next episode is a Titan Titan head-to-head. I'm excited to see how this thing um, uh, goes because... It's good for what it is. Yeah, it does a good job. It wraps you up on the story and it's exciting and 
Well, to be honest, it might have a lot to do with the fact that there's some money riding on it. But it's also fun. I I, I got to say, having The Rock there seems kind of cheesy, but I'm also happy every time he oh, starts talking. Oh, of course. Talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, happy The Rock's there. Run those little joggers up that stair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say that it's going to be tough to watch the next episode in that I ate my own ass during the uh God, he lost episode. so bad last I, night. I lost four. I was, I was up $2. I lost. I ended up down I had to Venmo Ashley at like one o'clock in the morning. Four dollars. <laughs> and you know what? I wouldn't have forced them to Venmo, guy, Venmo me, guys. I would have just let yes, it slide. Would've. I would have let it slide, but he was being such a little brat about it. I was not. You were. You I'm just were saying, being like, a brat. you uh, seem to change the rules midway no, through. No, I stick to the rules. We flip you a coin before each episode to see who gets the call first. No. Not before uh-uh. the we end. We go of... in order. You can't do a flip a coin who gets each to decide. Each game, each episode should have a coin flip not when you're watching in chunks we're this, watching this in watching chunks. in chunks thing makes no guys, sense to me you know see you guys you could be having this sort of fun with your loved ones you could be doing we this are the home. only ones that care about titans games as much <laughs> as this folks that is the episode thank you so much for listening do us a favor um next week as we said we're watching temptation island and that is all based on the fact that uh we got somebody who um requested us to do it yeah. through our uh instagram or no our twitter and you can do that by you can dm us or just add us and tell us what you want to watch or give us a comment at reality blows pod follow us there if you want to just send us an email we read those too uh so our email is reality blows podcast at gmail.com if you just want to follow ashley and see what she's up to she's really great at twitter so you should find her at Ashley B. Roberts. You can find me on Instagram. You can check out all the wacky, goofy pictures I've posted. And uh, you can do that by looking me up at Nick Maritato on Twitter. M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. Yes, folks. Um, Remember, we got a recap of the challenge coming for you probably Thursday morning. So look out for that. And as always, uh, may the Titans have Dwayne the Rock DJ H&M Zara Banana Republic when he's nasty. With you. <laughs> and also with power lifters. Nicely done. Bye. Good dismount.